Welcome to the Dr. Dez Says It's All Your Immunity podcast. On today's episode, there have been a lot of studies over the last few months about blood type and COVID. And there are two categories of study. The first one asks, if you have type O blood, do you have a lower risk of getting infected? And the other type asks, if you have type O blood, are you less likely to get gravely ill? So two different questions are being asked here, and we'll examine them both. Early in the pandemic, research suggested that individuals with type A blood were at an especially high risk of developing a severe case of COVID-19 or dying from the disease. One of the first studies on this topic was conducted by researchers in China and posted March 27, 2020. This study, by that point, a non-peer-reviewed article, found that out of 2,173 COVID-19 patients, blood type A was associated with a higher risk of death from COVID and a higher risk of contracting the new disease. Those researchers also noted that patients with blood type O appeared to be the least likely to contract the virus. One preprint study released in May of 2020 examined blood samples from 1,980 COVID-19 patients who developed severe cases of respiratory failure due to COVID-19. This data was from the seven centers in the Italian and Spanish epicenters of the SARS-2 pandemic in Europe, which would be Milan, Monza, Madrid, San Sebastian, and Barcelona. They conducted a genome-wide association analysis, or in other words, they were trying to see if gene variants in the genes that determine the ABO blood type correlated to the severity of the infection. They found that many of the patients who had severe cases of COVID-19 possessed the same variant on a gene that determines a person's blood type, and that having blood type A was linked with a 50% increase in the likelihood of a patient developing a severe case of COVID-19. However, the most recent studies that have come out in the last month might shed some more light on this. 
this research revealed a more complicated picture, suggesting that the link between COVID-19 and a person's blood type might not be significant enough to actually alter a person's risk. Let's look at a few. One particularly interesting study is out of Denmark in the journal Blood Advances. So here are the numbers. They analyzed data on 473,654 people who were tested for the coronavirus between February and July of 2020. In total, 7,422 of those people tested positive for the virus. The researchers found that 38.4% of those who tested positive for the coronavirus had blood type O, a finding that seemed low when considering that 41.7% of the untested Danish population had that blood type. In comparison, 44.4% of those who tested positive for the virus had blood type A, while people with that blood type comprise 42.4% of the untested population. The researchers wrote that their findings demonstrate that blood type O is significantly associated with reduced susceptibility to the coronavirus, though they have also noted that their study had several limitations and called for further research on the topic. For the second study, researchers in Vancouver, Canada, analyzed data on 95 patients who tested positive for coronavirus between February and April 2020. All of the patients were hospitalized for COVID-19 in an ICU. Among those patients, the researchers found that those with type A or AB blood had a median ICU stay of 13.5 days, compared with a median ICU stay of 9 days among patients with blood type O or B. The researchers also found that the patients with type A or AB blood were more likely to require mechanical ventilation at 84% than patients with blood type O or B at 61%. The researchers wrote that overall their findings demonstrate that critically ill COVID-19 patients with blood type A or AB are associated with an increased risk for requiring mechanical ventilation and prolonged ICU lengths of stay compared with patients with type O or B. So the broad takeaways are that, number one, COVID-19 patients with blood type A or AB are at an increased risk for requiring ventilation versus those with type O or B blood. And number two, 
COVID-19 patients with blood group A or AB appear to exhibit a greater disease severity than patients with blood group O or B. There are some important notes. First, the researchers caution more research is needed to understand the biological and genetic factors that may have contributed to these findings. Second, there are a significant number of asymptomatic infected people and patients with mild symptoms who do not require hospitalization. And with that, there are also different international regulatory standards as to when patients should self-isolate or seek medical attention that do influence hospital admission. So their data is understandably limited in its population set of just the sickest patients and that the scale of who gets what type of care and at what stage is different for different countries. Therefore, for these reasons, they were unable to conclude that there is no relationship between ABO blood group and the susceptibility to the SARS-2 coronavirus. Rather, they found that there are reasons to further research the potential relationship using study designs that encompass more of a full range of disease severity. As to date, there have been in the neighborhood of five studies on this topic, and almost all of them reach the same conclusion, except for a couple of notable ones. So what are we going to do? we're going to look at the numbers. There's one fairly large study from Columbia University in New York. That one didn't show any association between COVID-19 severity and ABO blood type. After reviewing the medical records of 7,770 people who tested positive for the novel coronavirus, Nicholas Tantonetti, a data scientist, found that having type A blood was associated with a lower risk of being placed on a ventilator, while having type AB was associated with a higher risk of needing ventilation. But overall, he concluded, connections between individuals' blood type and their COVID-19 risk were not strong enough to consider blood type as a risk factor for contracting the coronavirus or developing a severe case of COVID-19. 
Separately, researchers at Massachusetts General Hospital, in a study published in the Annals of Hematology, found that people with type O blood appeared to have a slightly lower risk of contracting the novel coronavirus, but they also found that a patient's blood type was not associated with their risk of needing ventilation or dying because of COVID-19. Anahita Dua, a vascular surgeon at Massachusetts General Hospital and senior author of the study, said the link she and her colleagues found between blood type and coronavirus risk was so weak that she wouldn't even consider using blood type as a risk factor for the virus or COVID-19. All of these studies share a common methodology in that they are looking back to correlate data. They are not conducting in-time experimentation. They're not perspective, randomized clinical trials. They're looking at data after the fact and trying to sort out what might be real so that further studies can be conducted. When you have studies that are observational, that look back, it's always good when you have more than one of them. And it's always more reassuring if more than one come to the same conclusion. And for the most part, these studies do that. But with the caveat that the findings are getting more nuanced, and the studies are asking a more diverse set of questions. That is, that those who are most severely ill, who have type A, seem to have the worst prognosis in the hospital. While experts generally agree that the new findings are interesting, they caution that the results are correlational, not causational. Before we continue, let's talk about blood type and what it means. The blood type you have is determined by genes encoding the enzymes which build the unit. The gene in question resides on human chromosome 9. The gene encodes a glycosyl transferase or an enzyme responsible for placing a fifth sugar on the backbone of the protein that makes the blood type structure found on the surface of a red blood cell. 
People with type A blood have a transferase, or this enzyme, that puts a different sugar on the end of the protein than those with type B blood. People with type O blood have a single base deletion in the gene encoding for the transferase that results in an open reading frame and the production of the protein that has no transferase activity. The genes encoding the enzymes leading to type A or type B blood are both dominant genes. Type AB blood results from the inheritance of both enzymes since they are co-dominant. Both enzymes are expressed in the cell and lead to the appearance of both A and B antigens or type AB blood or type AB on the red blood cell membranes. The other part of this is that each person has antibodies in plasma. These antibodies are directed toward the type A or B antigens that are not found on our red blood cells. That is, they are directed at foreign molecules. The difference in the terminal sugars for type A and type B antigen are sufficient for the immune system to recognize these molecules as foreign. So type A people will have anti-B antibodies in plasma, while type B people will have anti-A antibodies, while people with type AB will not have antibodies in their plasma. Now, if you donate blood and you have type O, you are probably called a lot to donate blood. This is because type O is not recognized as foreign by the immune systems of all people since all three molecules share a common base or backbone protein. So the question is, just how important are these types of studies? It is very important because we do know blood type. Proteins function differently depending on what sugar groups are on them. So it's possible that this really has to do with protein glycosylation or the process of putting sugars on proteins. And it could be impacting the ability of the virus to infect the cell or the response of the immune system or the lungs or the heart to the virus. And so it is possible that type A antibodies could have some kind of cross-reactivity with the virus or with the receptor for the virus. And that could be why people are likely to get infected. And in fact, there are actually some studies using SARS-1 COVID virus, which is another type of SARS, that shows that the antibody A can partially inhibit the binding of the coronavirus spike protein to its receptor on the lung. So there are some biological possibilities. And there are cases where blood type does play a role in the type of infections you get. And we see this particularly in malaria and cholera. Now let's look at type O blood. 
And with type O, you know that type O is the universal donor and is the most common among all racial groups, but it's actually the most common among Caucasians, while type A is most common among African Americans. What do patients and clinicians do with this information? Should people with type A be worried and those with type O feel that they are in the clear? The simple answer to both questions is no. These findings are so preliminary and inconclusive that point-of-care criteria used to diagnose and treat COVID should not be changed. They still must look for oxygen levels in the blood, the difficulty in breathing, presence of known comorbidities, and then last, the results of the COVID test itself. The hope is that people will not overreact and put too much emphasis on these studies and let their guard down as we enter a particularly difficult time in the course of this infection. What is exciting is that these findings open up new avenues of investigating this virus and how the body responds to it. Even though the findings are not geared directly toward a vaccine, we have to remember that all good research is valuable data. Good data helps us fill in the blanks of our knowledge of the immune system, my area of interest, and this group of respiratory viruses. There are also possibilities from this new data that more long-term treatments could result that not only affects the acute infection, but also other related ailments. Research labs are doing genomic studies and RNA expression studies on patients who are on all points of the spectrum of disease severity, from the asymptomatic to the mildly ill to the severely ill to those who lost their battle with COVID. So the idea of doing valuable study while researching a vaccine is doable here and is done all the time with other disorders. In fact, the whole idea of a correlation between ABO blood type and survival from COVID came from the good work scientists were doing as they were looking for genetic markers shared between those most affected by COVID. They were doing so to find vaccine and therapeutic targets against COVID. Instead, they found a prevalence of the blood group genes in the most severe COVID cases and therefore opened a new avenue 
of research and study. This is Dr. Desiree Barrett or Dr. Des to those that follow me on the YouTube channel. It's All Your Immunity with Dr. Des and at Twitter at Dr. Des Says One. And as always, I wish you health and some food for thought. And remember, Dr. Des Says, it's all your immunity.